Hey, you, did you know that DadCast isn't the only podcast in the world? Yeah, it was a surprise to me too. So check out my friends and the DadCast podcast family. We got my cinephile cousins at the end of the dinner table, the Zillennial canon, where Kira and Adam talk about films in the millennial Gen Z cusp. We got the aggressive with their opinion uncles in the middle of the dinner table, the aggressively okay podcast, where Adam and Joe shoot the shit about film. We got the brother that everybody loves, Sean, with his podcast, SiltzerCast, where he interviews a guest over a cute little bubbling drink. We get the hyperfixating children at the kids' table with Courtney and Zach with their podcast, Back to Back, where each episode they review two Beck songs and talk shit. We got Cool Uncle Nick with uh, Dan for Real Life. Dan, Dan for Life. Dan for Real Life. Dan, no, it's called Dan, Dan for Life. A short form interview podcast of the classic film. <sighs> Real Dad's Yawn. It's about the classic film day in real life. And we have the the cool uh gay not not gay. We have the cool people. We get the cool stepmoms uh at the featured players podcast. <laughs> A weekly chat with Bram, Beth, and Brendan about the status of SNL's featured cast. Check them out and enjoy the board. <laughs> Hey, yo, DadCast, Jillian and Valerie. I'm using my own voicemail line to record a voicemail for DadCast. I'm kooky, I'm fun, I'm crazy. That's life. Uh, I wanted to record a voicemail message about the film Mr. Deeds, the 2002 film starring Adam Sandler and Winona Ryder, the uh, the shoplifter. And, um, you know, this is a film that, that is very close to my heart. Um, you'll never forget a film uh, in which it was the first time that you sit uh, pretty much right at the front of the theater, very left. So you're looking at, at the movie from a left angle the entire time. Um, you know, I just like the way that my phone voice sounds. That's why I'm doing this. Anyway, back on topic. Um, it's a great movie. I do find it's underrated. At the time, I think it was very popular. Um, I liked that it introduced me to Space Oddity. Um, I like the foot thing with the, um, with the ice rescue scene. I felt like that was very, very important to me, very, uh, special. And, uh, you know, I just think about that a lot. I think about the two and a half men, um, cast member in Alaska. And also that, um, the, uh, the, the, his, his grandfather or his father, I don't remember what it was, um, who got froze up on Everest, the, the picture of his frozen corpse. That that lives in my brain rent-free. Terrifying. It scared me as a child. But you know what? It's a great movie, and it made me want Hawaiian Punch water fountains. Thanks for uh, playing this on the show. And, uh, oh, yes, and a uh, plug for the Featured Players podcast. It's my podcast in which in which I talk about <laughs> the Featured Players on SNL every week. So that's the Featured Players podcast. The movie you're talking about is Mr. Deeds and Adam Sandler was on Saturday Night Live, the subject of my podcast. Have a great Hebe Halloween to everyone. Dad, come on! It's time to listen to DadCast! Time to wake up, Dad! Time to wake up, Dad! It's time for DadCast! 
introduce yourself to the pod? Yeah. Um, hello, this is, I'm Valerie, and um, I, I had like an introductory thing I was going to say. Uh, uh, I'm a former nephew. Um, uh, but yeah, um, yeah, I'm excited to talk about dad films. Um, I've watched a lot of them and I'm a fan of a lot of them. Some, not so much, but others more so, like the one we are talking about today. I can't hear you again. Okay, I'm sorry. Laptop. One second. I'm just gonna use my laptop audio because it'll be okay. I need a new cord, I think, because it's running into this problem. Okay. Uh. Anyways, anyways, so yeah, I I have like a history with this movie. <laughs> which nice. is weird um me and my dad used to watch this a lot when I was a kid and like specifically if I was like if it was like the summertime or if I was like staying home from school if I was sick or something um we would watch this movie a lot um together um I it's it's a movie that I would always ask to watch, mostly because I have like a huge crush on Winona Ryder, specifically in that nice. movie. Um, and she's in in this movie when I was rewatching it because I haven't watched it since I was a kid, but like I remember like specific moments, especially like the scene where Adam Sandler goes to save that woman in the burning building, and he just goes up to the guy at, at the one of the and like the firefighters he's just like hey mandrake falls like uh volunteer fire department and you're just like there is nothing wrong with this character of mystery mm -hmm. there's yeah. nothing wrong with him at all um but uh yeah um i used to watch this a lot and i would always ask my dad to watch it it was it was a rotation of of mr deeds dude where's my car um and uh the mask uh so i i also as a kid had a very strong crush on Cameron diaz in uh the mask because you know nice. yeah mm -hmm. that was yeah um well, of course yeah and you know um yeah now i get to watch her fuck a car in the counselor so second time yep. that the counselors come up on this pod i love Hell the yeah. counselor it's so good um but yeah um yeah what's your history with this film my history of this film is um like when i was 13 i went to um well two things one uh is uh when i was like 13 me and my family went we took a trip to my cousin's place in St. Louis for like a week 
And I remember one of the days uh, there was like an Amsterdam marathon and we just watched it. And this was a film I remember the most watching that day. And it was, and it was like a fun time watching with like my extended family. And yeah. also um, this movie was released on my third birthday. Oh, yeah. that's nice. Mm-hmm. I love that. um yeah uh so yeah this movie's kind of insane Mm -hmm. like so it's it's a remake of a film which i Mm -hmm. i didn't know this until this year that it's a remake of mr deeds goes to town which is a movie i've never seen it probably Mm -hmm. does not live up to the legacy that is mr deeds starring adam sandler and winona ryder um But uh, I, as a kid, I would watch this movie and I'd be like, whoa, like, I don't know, Adam Sandler funny, you know, Adam Sandler mm-hmm. funny when like the, the fucking butler, which I'm going to, I can never remember his name. I'm going to look up his name now because I want to respect him because he gives this really weird performance of, <laughs> so, okay, I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. Have you seen the the hotel transylvania movies just the first one okay so the i'm gonna i'm gonna say his name is john totoro so amelia mm-hmm. lopez thank you um wait oh my god i am having a realization now that that uh the plot against america which is just like this mini series that was on hbo recently that i really like made by the guy who made the wire it's about um it's very sad <laughs> it's about mm-hmm. it's about if uh charles Lindbergh, who was this like really rich guy who like flew across america or some shit like he he it's about like an alternate universe where he ran for president and mm-hmm it's very sad it's very sad it's like it's like it's like basically like if fascism came to america um Mm -hmm. but miss uh but that movie that that miniseries is a mr d's reunion for winona ryder and john totoro which they're like in a weird romantic relationship together in that Mm. film but i when i was re-watching uh this film uh, yesterday while I had like a massive migraine I was just like laying on the side of my bed like being like okay I'll watch Mr. Deeds um and I didn't really take I usually take notes I didn't really take notes for this one because I've seen it so many times and I could just talk about it for hours because it's so weird um but uh I was watching it I was like John Totoro he acts like he his physical performance is very similar to uh Dracula in Hotel Transylvania because the way that like he has like the same body he's very mm-hmm. he's very and he keeps on saying like I- I'm a sneaky or whatever like he says that a lot he's like I'm gonna sneak up on you and I'm sneaky you're or like one of my favorite lines he says is you're underestimating my sneakiness deeds or whatever um but he, the way that he is physically is very similar to 
Dracula in the Hotel Transylvania movies. And I, I like to think in a world, I, I would love to ask Jenny Tarvosky this because Jenny Tarvosky is obviously the director of the Hotel Transylvania films, but he, he's so like, I think he's a really, I think he's a really interesting artist. I think he's a really interesting mm-hmm. filmmaker because um, one, he has like, he has in, in the past, like, um, rejected like offers to do live action movies because you know a lot of people that start out animation they eventually if they get like critically acclaimed and stuff like that like Brad Bird's the big example for me like he started out in animation and he made um, Mission Impossible uh, Ghost Protocol which is a very good film and a lot of that film is very much like made like a cartoon but Jenny Kutrowski has always said that like the attitude in Hollywood towards animation is like kind of like a lower um art form but the thing is is that like they've Mm -hmm. had to make like new computers for the for the Hotel Transylvania films because they needed to like make the the animation like so cartoony that they didn't have computers to make it that way which is kind of insane but it's it's very cool but yeah John Mm -hmm. Turturro obviously very good Steve Buscemi's in this film Mm -hmm. yes he's also in the Hotel Transylvania films as a werewolf and he plays a werewolf in Hoobie Halloween Um, (laughs) there are so many connections in this film Um, but yeah uh okay let's start off with the plot because the plot's kind of insane the plot so um, the opening minutes to this film are like citizen kane yeah <laughs> they're kind of insane because mm-hmm. like it moves so fast and then like jared harris is doing his thing in this film mm-hmm. being a sexy sleazy tabloid reporter mm-hmm. um and he keeps on calling. Is is Winona Ryder's name in this film Babe? Or I think he... it is. Oh, her name is Babe Bennett. Okay, the <laughs> names in this film. We got Longfellow Deeds. We got Longfellow Babe Bennett. <laughs> Longfellow Deeds. I like the part where um the 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 two guys, the the guy with like the pipe and the CEO of Blade Media, he yeah, he they they like show up at Mandrake Falls, and uh, they're like, we're looking for Longfellow Deeds, and they're like, I know Deeds, I know this Longfellow guy, uh, I know a guy named Frank. <laughs> and like one specific character is so funny what's his name oh my god I feel so bad like the I don't know these people's names um what the fuck I I don't know I don't know I I've never seen this actor in another film in my life um but yeah so there's a guy named Preston Blake (laughs) who dies <laughs> in a really weird and strange way um 
he dying at the top of an avalanche and be like i i'm rich i'm gonna live forever and yeah. then he doesn't i like i i i when i was watching this i was thinking about how um i was kind of recasting the movie in my mind as the like as the cast of succession so i was like okay so logan roy dies <laughs> And Mr. Deeds is obviously Cousin Greg. <laughs> Just imagining like this whole film where it was the succession cast instead. Um, so yeah, he dies. And then uh, the, 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 I forgot about the facts scene where oh, yeah. it's very similar to the facts scene in Jerry Maguire. Mm -hmm. <laughs> where where they're all like looking for the facts or whatever but the facts is literally just like a word document that says longfellow deeds mandrake falls i forget what state it is in uh, new hampshire new hampshire um and you're just like okay <laughs> so he finds out that he he got he has this fortune and he honestly, you know, Mr. Deeds is just the, is God's perfect person. Mm -hmm. He, he, he's, there are no faults to him. Everybody mm -hmm. gets along with him. Everybody loves Deeds. Yeah. Everybody, De and he writes greeting cards and it's very mm -hmm. cute. Yeah. <laughs> That's the he best part. He has his passion. He has his passion of writing greeting cards and mm -hmm. um he's willing to like cover for his employees when they're sick and like just deliver the pieces on his own. It's so cute. <laughs> the thing I love about these is that it really does sort of the same way the the first Hotel Transylvania movie is those both like Transylvania for Looney Tunes and this for like old Hollywood they're kind of like yeah. extensions of that like you can tell that like Sandler and Tim Harley the great screenwriter behind this film uh, that they do like appreciate those movies and they like to like kind of like make like logical extensions of that so like uh Sandler in this is Deeds he's like just this very nice guy who's like a superhero basically like he's super strong and can do all the parkour stuff yeah. and and i don't know i just i like seeing like fully formed characters just sort of do things without any sort of arc to themselves yeah me too and also like with the old hollywood stuff like winona ryder is giving a very much like a a like an old Hollywood dame kind of performance whenever mm -hmm. she's like being like the the weird character that she's doing from when Winchesterton Fieldville. Mm -hmm. um, but she's like very much like, oh, like, <laughs> you know, she like dyes her hair blonde. She, mm -hmm. you know, and she's just a weirdo. But yeah. Um, I, I just, I love the scene. Um, well, I like it when like uh, he's having with the CEO and the other guy around. The other guy, mm -hmm. the bearded mm -hmm. guy, 
Yeah. Who is he played by? I need to find out. Um, I had. Let's see. I don't know who this man is, and I, Eric I wish Avari. I, Eric That's Avari. Mm-hmm. He. I looked he, him up last night. Like he's. Oh, sorry. I'm sorry. His name is spelled with both a C and a K. Make up your mind. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh yeah, he's in the Mummy. Mm-hmm. He he's in what else? What else? He's I in really Clark Malkoff. Oh. Mm-hmm. He he plays like the cell phone guy. Yes. Kiosk. Oh yeah, but um in in this oh I feel I feel so bad for him because it it, it look I'm just looking at his um uh IMDb right now it seems mm-hmm. like he gets kind of very much uh 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 typecast as yeah. like an Indian dude or mm-hmm. whatever. Um but in Mr. Deeds he just plays this guy named Cecil. Um mm-hmm. and uh it, and it, it he he goes around and he flirts with the old ladies. He's always mm-hmm. he always has his pipe. He's playing like a caricature mm-hmm. of like a rich person and a dandy um, if you will. Yeah. And um, he's very funny, but as a kid, I remember, and I also, okay, so there's a scene in uh, the, in the plane when they're Mm -hmm. flying to New York, where they all sing uh, uh, Major Tom by David Bowie. And mm-hmm. I realized as I was watching it is that I never heard this, like the actual song until I was like older. I only knew this song through Mr. Deeds and I was literally singing along to the whole scene. It's like, and like, nice. there's that part, like, it's like such like a boy's moment where they're all like, mm-hmm. they're like, they're all singing. Like the, he's like talking to the pilots about like, I don't know, football or basketball or some football. sort of sport. Mm-hmm. And (laughs) it's so insane. He's like singing into a banana. And there's also like just that scene before that where they stop at a Wendy's. Wendy's, yeah. And it's like so obviously like a sponsored moment, but Mm -hmm. it (laughs) It just works. It works though. And like he's like introducing all these rich people to like fast food. Mm-hmm. Hey, you got some broth in your beard. Ah, just kidding. <laughs> and then later on, like the next day in the film, uh, he's talking to Cecil and he's like, he's like, oh, did you spend all night dreaming about Frosties? He's like, and then Cecil says, yes, I tried to remake it at home, but it just wasn't the same. It's so funny. It's so funny. I was crying. I was like, oh it's so like wholesome and like it seems like he just genuinely like cares about like everybody like he he just wants the best for everybody it's so sweet it's so yeah i I fucking hate that ceo guy Mm -hmm. um so yeah um so yeah uh so deeds finds out that he has all this fortune and that he needs to go to new york basically the whole thing is that they 
he basically got inherited a bunch of shares, but then the company wants the shares, so they're going to buy the shares off of him, and then that's how he's going to get $40 billion um, or whatever. So mm -hmm. they go to New York. He goes to his, uh, is it his uncle? His great uncle, yeah. His great uncle. There's a good part where he, where they're explaining to him what happens. And then he's like, he's like, so they're like, so you had a, a great uncle. And he's like, oh, I have a great uncle. How is he? He's dead. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, but uh, uh I'm losing my track of thought um so yeah they go to they go to new york and then he spend he meets john totoro and they mm -hmm. have silly um there's that one scene where it's the first night he stays in new york and he's like he's like oh there's an echo <laughs> and then all, the whole like housekeeping crew like the the chefs and the maids and everything mm -hmm. he's like he's like everybody make a weird sound <laughs> and the old guy basically says boob <laughs> and you're just like and he's like cool and then he immediately says well i'm kind of tired i think i want to go to sleep now and you're just like you're not gonna acknowledge what the weirdest weirdest shit that i've ever seen in my life happens and then like i like the old guy who like mm -hmm. he he doesn't say anything. He's just doing like Charlie Chaplin like esque things where he's like, "So am I safe or am I out?" <laughs> I just like I don't know. There's so many like scenes in this film that I watch and I'm like, "This is so weird," but I love mm -hmm. it. Yeah, I love it, and I want more. I want to mm -hmm. watch every single scene it's it's a film that is one so overly sentimental it's mm -hmm. very sentimental and that was a thing that when i was looking at like film reviews that came out when this film came out that a lot of people that was like their main complaint hmm. was how sentimental this film is which i don't really care for like i i'm someone mm -hmm. who is very much I like, you know, films that have like a very big, like, love is everything, you know? Yeah. All that shit. And like the score kind of like goes over the top in this film, mm -hmm. very much like this is an early 2000s romantic comedy. Listen to it, cry, laugh, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. And I thought that was interesting. It was just, but then. And then I found like some other reviews um, from like recently, kind of like the past couple of years of people being like, no, this is kind of like a really underrated film. And it is, mm -hmm. I will say, I yeah. like, it's not like a masterpiece. It's not like underrated in the way that like Speed Racer is or like other films like that, you know, films that like came out or like Ishtar or something mm -hmm. like that it's not like one of those where it but it is like very much like it's kind of harmless within its messaging and there's mm -hmm. a lot of like fun stuff within it of like just mm -hmm. 
it's it's just a very fun movie that you can kind of have in the background or whatever but also when you watch it you're you're just kind of like very much I'm intrigued and I want to watch as much as this as I can yeah um it's a sort of thing where like it's that sort of underrated where it's like comedy circle underrated where it's like someone's like oh what's your what's one of your favorite comedies and if you say Mr. Deeds people will be like wait really it'll be like it's one of those where it's just like you kind of have to like also bend it to other people because it's just like no this one is like it's, it's solid it like it does its job and it's it's really sweet and really funny and I like it it's yeah. one of those yeah and, it, and it's very much like I don't know it's a movie that kind of gives you hope in life and it's mm-hmm. different like from other films I was talking to my mom about this because uh, my mom took me to lunch a couple hours ago um and before anybody judges me for going into lunch during a pandemic it's actually uh, we have zero COVID cases where I live and it's been like that for a couple of months so nobody judged me nobody canceled me on the Twitters um uh, but uh, I was talking to my mom about Mr. Deeds and she was like, yeah, you, you and your dad used to watch um, Mr. Deeds and Big Daddy a lot. And I must have just like blocked out Big Daddy because my dad can kind of get really stressed out in like public situations very well. And he's mm-hmm. the type of person to like yell at retail workers and stuff like that, which I always mm-hmm. have to apologize profusely to, but it's also just like, I don't know it's just something I've gotten used to but Big Daddy was very much like something that reminded me of me like going to the grocery store with my dad Uh or like me driving with my dad so I must have just like blocked out watching Big Daddy and specifically the scene in Big Daddy where um the kid is like crying over how there's there's no the McDonald's breakfast and Mm -hmm. it's just so like uh, it just like I don't know that movie and shingle all the way are like films that i kind of like stressed that really stressed me out as a kid mm-hmm. and that i probably just um like blocked out in my mind because i was just mm-hmm. like yeah i don't want to think about this I, I like i i don't know when i was a kid i was like movies are escapism movies yeah. make me not think about things or whatever movies are my happy place you know and like so, but Mr. Deeds was a movie that I remember every moment of. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so, okay, where were we? So Winona Ryder, she works with Jared Harris at a sleazy tabloid and she, she, she lives in the tabloid, mm-hmm. which I would say is probably, this is what I believe happened on set is that they were too lazy to make a separate set for her apartment. <laughs> this is what I'm thinking in my mind when I watch this. I'm like, so she's she just lives there, you know? Mm-hmm. Which girl, you gotta get a work-life balance. You need mm-hmm. that. You need a work-life balance. That's something you mm-hmm. should cherish. Your whole life should be surrounded by your work. But also like she's going, undercover to talk to fucking I've had an itch in my ear she's going undercover to, to and and then 
Mm -hmm. she just genuinely like falls in love with Mr. Deeds. Mm -hmm. I love how- Oh, go ahead. Uh, I love how this new sibling seems to have like a big costume department because between her and Alan Covert, they have like dozens upon dozens of costumes in this movie. And it's like, what is like the costume budget for like this tabloid? Who knows? I mean, like, mm-hmm. and then like Jared Harris is like, he's so weird in this mm-hmm. film. Like he's yeah. giving this like performance of like just him being like, he's constantly threatening like his employees that he's going to fire them. He's constantly mm-hmm. saying that like, you know, like get me the scoop or you're out of here, buddy. You know, but in like his British Jared Harris esque ways and I love Jared Harris obviously who how could you not love Jared Harris he is the greatest um yeah um obviously uh, Mad Men Chernobyl mm-hmm. hit tens across the board um the greatest but- Chernobyl block bench winner <laughs> did you know that the 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 composer of Joker also composed the score for Chernobyl. Is <laughs> the same girl, which I would say that the score this definitely the score for um, uh, Joker is the best part of the film. Mm-hmm. I was finding out a lot of I, when I went through my Joker Julian phase. I was I was I was watching a lot of like video essays about it and stuff and I found out that um when they were making the film the girl who I'm not even going to try to pronounce her name it's like Hilda she's fucking from some somewhere in Europe anyways Mm -hmm. um she she does like a lot of like her cello is like her main instrument and um so basically what they did was during the filming of Joker, she was like sending them like, basically like she just read the screenplay and she didn't watch any of like the scenes or anything. She just read the screenplay and she was like doing the score as she would like, as it came along while they were filming it. And so that's why like there's the bathroom dance scene is because they, they she basically just sent over the 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 audio file and was like what do you think of this and then both Todd Phillips and Joaquin Phoenix heard it and then Joaquin Phoenix was like give me one second and then he did the bathroom dance scene and that's why so like it's one of those films like and I I don't know if many films have done this before but like just basically like the score is impacting the film and not the other way around so I think that's very interesting yeah, Joker. Yeah. Joker has some artistic merit, guys. It's not just a weird film that um, Todd Phillips made. Mm-hmm. Um, but the the but but Mr. Deeds is a weird film that um, mm-hmm. that that who is Stephen Brill? Let me look this up. Who is he? He he was Mark Maron's roommate in college. <laughs> That sounds correct. <gasps> wait, wait, wait. 
the 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 guy that plays Cecil was in uh <laughs> he was in Master of Disguise. Wow. As cigar maker. Uh, that's a bad film. Okay. Uh Stephen Brill. Every time I hear that name, I think, okay. So, oh, he directed 100% Fresh. He directed mm-hmm. Heavyweights. He direct. Mm-hmm. Oh wait, no, he didn't direct Little Nicky. He just had a. Oh, he did. Cameo. Wait. Oh, he did. Oh, I love Little Nicky. Mm-hmm. I've been meaning to rewatch that. Um. Okay, so he has. He also directed Hubie. Oh, King. I. Yes, who? What do we think of Hubie? I think it's good. I fell asleep during it, but also I. It's a great movie, and uh, Hoobie Halloween is dad cast approved. Mm-hmm. It gets um, what what did they say on uh, Siskel and Ebert? Two thumbs up. Two, it's got two thumbs up. Two, mm-hmm. two thumbs. Um, I remember uh, watching that. Uh, um, Roger Ebert documentary and crying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but then I found out that yeah, I don't know. I don't mm-hmm. I don't have any hot takes about Roger Ebert or Siskel. Can I, can I tell my favorite story about um, Roger about Siskel and Ebert? Yes. Um so my favorite comedian of all time is Dan Gould, who one of his most famous scenes is Frank Fred Simpsons, and he was fragile Frankie Merman in Seinfeld, the one, the friend of Jerry's who bought the van and went into the hole. Uh, he, uh, fun fact, he also auditioned alongside Am Sandler and Chris Rock. Those three auditioned together, the same line. But uh, once he was doing stand-up on Letterman or Conan, and and Cisco neighbors were the guests. He ended the story going, uh, Gene Siskel, very nice guy. And then took a pause, and that was it. <laughs> that's funny. That's, mm-hmm. that's fucking funny. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think. There, were, I, I have like a Roger Ebert thing that I have in my mind about the Oscar, Oscars, um, Roger Ebert Oscars, let me find this out, um, uh, maybe it was on his Wikipedia, this is gonna drive me insane, but yeah, Mr. Deeds, um, Mr. Deeds is a pretty great film, Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so, so, Winona Ryder, to get the scoop, uh, mm-hmm. the, he, scoop. the scoop on the tea, uh, he, she, she pretends to be this woman that, mm-hmm. that gets mugged by, who's played, I don't know who this man is that plays, like, her co-worker, Alan who, who is he? <laughs> he? He's like uh, an old friend of Sandman who like 
he's co-written a lot of his movies and like he's one of those guys that just pops up in each of them like he was in Grumps too as a teacher and whatnot he's kind of like oh he's in the wedding singer okay mm-hmm. um oh he's in Hoobie Halloween mm-hmm. as zombie movie dad he's also in the wrong Misty M- Missy murder mystery father of the year Sandy Ruxler. Oh, he plays Candle Cake Monster in Hotel Transylvania 2. In Pixels, he plays Abusive Citizen. Oh, he's in Jack and Jill? Mm-hmm. I love Jack and Jill. I think that's Jack a good film. great. Yeah, I think that's a good film. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, um, uh he I, I will go ahead i will say this about jack and jill like um Samman, he followed the one wolf drag which is like play the character like as a real person and yeah it's a good movie he's he's very cute in in jack and jill like in drag yeah. i mm-hmm. like he's just a very like as jill i just like people like okay so when I was like a young teenager and I was first getting into like really 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 into film and like but like still like not as into film as I am now like Mm -hmm. now I'm like I would say that I'm at the peak of my film broiness you know Mm -hmm. um but uh when I was like a younger teenager I got into like red letter media and like but I'm like a defender of red letter media like Mm -hmm. just like other like like really shitty uh YouTube reviewers like the the nitpickers the nitpickers you know I remember watching like their Jack and Jill review and them just being like oh Adam Taylor's really annoying and stuff like that Mm -hmm. but then we watched it together for Dana Carvey movie club because Dana Carvey is literally in it for two seconds at the beginning mm-hmm. of the movie. Um, I remember just uh, people would say that like Adam Sandler in Jack and Jill as Jill is just like a really annoying character, but I was mm-hmm. like very endeared by her, you know? Yeah, I agree. Yeah. And I'm also yeah. very endeared by Mr. Deeds. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so <laughs> it's, it's very cute when, they have like their meet cue and mm-hmm. um and like immediately like he asks her out for dinner because mm-hmm. like he's just like wow like oh like the way he says it is so cute like he's like oh um would you like to go to dinner and then they go out to a fancy restaurant mm-hmm. and one of the most insane films that seems to ever be printed onto celluloid happens so that they they go to a fancy restaurant and then i don't know there's some rich people sitting at a table with like an opera singer and um and they're like oh deeds come over and sit with us you know because they obviously know about the blake media thing or whatever and um uh the opera singer like sings some stuff and like mr d's just like so like elated you know and then uh i don't know just like 
this weird hijink like mouse hunt-esque thing happens where i love mouse hunt it's a good film <laughs> i have a dvd of mouse hunt still have not seen it it's very good nathan lane's in it i'm a big nathan lane fan um um but uh so there's like a bunch of like weird like chain of events things that happen and the mm -hmm. opera singer starts singing and and it but anyway so he so Adam Sandler runs into John McElroy which I do not know who this man is apparently he's a celebrity from 2002 mm -hmm. um but then immediately cuts to the next morning and Adam Sandler's really uh, hungover and he's oh I don't even how do I get home and then he also asks like how did uh her what what's her fake name I don't even know Pam. um Pam, Pam Dawson Pam <laughs> Dawson from Westchester Field, Iowa mm -hmm. um but uh he, he made like it's such a gentlemanly thing where like he asked John Totoro oh how did did Pam get home mm -hmm. all right and you're, you're just like, oh but then but then you find out that him and John Macaroar or I don't know how to pronounce his last name mm -hmm. um Johnny Mc, Johnny McGee let's just call him that Johnny McGee they have they go out drinking and then there's all this footage which came from like her camera that's in her boob which yeah my biggest complaint about this film is how great that footage looks <laughs> it like it looks like it was filmed on a professional hollywood camera but it's yeah. literally just a camera from her boob yeah. um that's my biggest complaint it's just like you could have made it look shittier you know yeah um but uh uh but they get up to some hijinks they're smoking cigars they're being the boys you know um and they it, um, mr deeds gets canceled basically um, yeah mr that's what instead of mr deeds goes to town it should have just been called mr deeds gets canceled but i guess that wasn't really a term back in 2002 um so yeah so and then he then that's just a weird scene mm -hmm. uh it's like oh it's john mackerel or whatever and he like gets into the fight with like the snobs at the restaurant they meet from his poetry of his yeah it's it's stand up like king of standing up for himself honestly mm -hmm. like I think I am very endeared by his poetry and his greeting card writing. Um, and I'm very endeared by um, how much he, he genuinely like cares for Pam mm -hmm. yeah. and stuff. He writes that really cute uh, chicken Parmesan greeting mm -hmm. card for her. And you're just mm -hmm. like, he has a heart of gold, you know? Mm -hmm. And uh, there's that woman that works with him at the pizza restaurant he owns who there's that it like they, they everybody just cares about deeds anyway so mm -hmm. 
so he's he's going around the 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 place he finds out that um he finds out uh that his great uncle had a hawaiian punch juice water fountain which like he he like he's just like oh there's a water fountain and he presses the button he's like it's it's like red or pink or something mm-hmm. and he's like and then he does like a Hawaiian oh, punch <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny and then and then John Turturro shows up and he's like and then he's like that's when he says you're underestimating my sneakiness my friend or whatever he's like I am changing your socks he's like you don't have to do that and then um they eat uh cocoa pebbles together it's very mm-hmm. sweet and um and then uh Deeds walks into this meeting that the CEO is having with like all these French people um and he's like oh what are we gonna do you know like what do i have to do today you know do i have to sign any paperwork he's like no you just do whatever you want to do you know oh and then that football player guy comes in which is so weird (laughs) it's a weird scene that also reminds me of jerry Maguire. (laughs) um jerry Maguire is the best film ever made and i will cover it at some point. Also, I I just want to say <laughs> this. Jerry Maguire is the best film ever made. Yes. But also when I screened Jerry Maguire, my now boyfriend wasn't there. And I was I I I just figured that out recently. And so I'm trying to figure out a way to just show him Jerry Maguire. And in Jerry Maguire's amazing and it, it, it's just insanity on top of insanity um and you know it's so many great lines from that film you know help me help you i'm the king not i'm the king of the world (laughs) also oh yes Leonardo DiCaprio's finest work (laughs) um i'm cruz's titanic it is it is it legitimately is I would say in my opinion it is Tom Cruise's Titanic um you know and I think it's really shitty how many people made fun of Cuba Gooden Jr how excited he was to win an Oscar wouldn't you be that excited to win an Oscar Mm -hmm. fuck you Ben Affleck and Matt Damon fuck you he let this man be excited why get why do people just like when they get an Oscar they're always like oh I gotta make a political statement or whatever why can't you just be excited that you won an Oscar that's my hot take I um, wish it when um when Amsterdam won the kids choice awards for, for this movie for best actor which he did I wish that he <laughs> I wish that he made like um a political statement <laughs> actually no it don't <laughs> give health care to the people that the the the, the, the so 9-11 just happened right so i would mm-hmm. imagine that he would be like uh what's his face um john stewart and he would be like um 
you guys should just give health care to all those first responders for 9 11 because <laughs> like that's actually something that john stewart is very passionate about the people mm -hmm. always forget he's very passionate that he's just like these people just like got up on 9-11 and they didn't even second guess about like having to save all these people or whatever and now the all these people have like problems breathing and cancer mm -hmm. and all this yeah. shit and we're just not giving them the health care that they deserve you know <laughs> and stuff like mm -hmm. that yeah. um so i can imagine adam Saylor doing that um so yeah um i didn't know he won a kid's choice award for this film mm -hmm. which I agree. He should have. He should have won a Kids' Choice Award for this film. Um, has Adam Sandler ever hosted the Kids' Choice Awards or like no, an MTV so. Movie Award? Um, I need to find this out. Um, Adam Sandler, San Sandler, MTV Kids. Wait, is it? No, it's just Kids' Choice Awards, right? Kids' mm -hmm. Choice Awards. Kids' Choice Awards is Nickelodeon, right? Not MTV. Yeah. Man, he's won a lot. Mm -hmm. I, he, wait, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. He's won. No, wait. Eleven. No. Ten. He's won ten Kids' Choice Awards. Oh my god. And he was also only no, he didn't win the Kids Choice Award for Mr. De Deeds. He was just oh, nominated. Um, yeah. So he he won for Hotel Transylvania 3. He won for Click. He won for Big Daddy. He won for Grown Up Grown Ups 2. He won for 51st Dates. He won for The Water Boy and another film. The Water Boy. What? I don't know what the other film is, and it won't show up. Anyways, whatever films he was in in 1999, um, he won for Hotel Transylvania One. He won the Wannabe Award, which I don't know what that is. He won for Bedtime Stories. He won for Jack and Jill, and he won for Eight Crazy Nights. Um, so yeah very important okay let's let me also look up adam sandler mtv movie awards i'm kind of like really obsessed with watching like okay so he's also won okay so wait let me check okay so he's also won a bunch of mtv movie awards he's won one two three uh, wait, one, two, three, four, five, six. So he's won six MTV Movie Awards. He won the 2008 MTV Generation Award. He won Best Unscreened Duo for 51st States. He won Best Comedic Performance for Big Daddy. Best Comedic Performance for The Water Boy. Um, so two years in a row, he, he won Best Comedic Performance. Um, oh, yes. best kiss for the wedding singer and best fight for happy Kilmore, which I didn't know was an award. <laughs> Wait, oh, yeah. it, 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 it is. I'm pretty sure the rock one for, um, not like Ad, the Dwayne Johnson, but the movie, the rock, I'm pretty sure that one 
in the 1997 MTV Movie Awards, which Mike Myers hosted. In promotion for Austin Powers, International Man of Mystery. Um, uh, okay, so Adam Sandler's just like a cultural icon. I'm really happy he won that Generation Award, which I don't know what yeah. that is, but I'm assuming <laughs> it means like he he's an icon. You know, he's... Yeah. If I met Adam Sandler on the street, I'd shake his hand. You know, obviously, like, it's not a secret that Uncut Gems is one of my favorite movies ever made. It's not mm -hmm. a secret. Obviously, because, like, I love Julia Fox so much, and I'm very happy that I'm going to be able to see her grow within her career. And it's very exciting to see what she'll do next and stuff like that. But also, like, I just really like that film because Adam Sandler gives, like, an amazing performance in that film. Obviously, it's, mm -hmm. it's been, I don't, I don't have to be the one to say that. I don't. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, I think so many people our age and so many people, um, even, like, like, my mom and stuff like that, like, we've all mm -hmm. seen Adam Sandler We've all seen the the heights and the lows of it or whatever. And the thing I really like about Adam Sandler is that he will just do whatever the fuck he wants. Yeah. And he'll he'll just like have it all of his friends in his movies and he really mm -hmm. doesn't give a shit about what other people think about it. Which exactly. like the balls on him. The balls mm -hmm. on him. I have to give him credit for that. Yeah. And like, you know, obviously I haven't seen like grown-ups or grown-ups 2 or any of those films are they yeah they're really good okay I might watch them I feel mm -hmm. like I would like them because but mm -hmm. I also just I'm not I know that that I'm that Rob Schneider is in the first one but not the second one mm -hmm. um they got the sports for the second one yes um but I I like I like um you know, I just, anyways, uh, so, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, um, but, like, I just, I really appreciate Adam Sandler, because he just does whatever he wants, and mm -hmm. obviously, like, from having, like, such, like, critical and box office successes from, like, the 80s and stuff like that, he's able to do that now, um, mm -hmm. he's able to, like, fail, which, like, when an actor gets that way, I think it's a lot more interesting than it is, like, ah, keep on going! Because um, I'm not breathing as I talk. Um, yeah, I think it's, like, a lot more interesting when an actor is, like, more later in their career and they're more mm -hmm. likely to have, like, failures or stuff like that. That's why I, I find, like, later Warren Beatty films to be so entertaining mm -hmm. and stuff like that like Dick Tracy and Bullworth are like they're just so weird because like obviously like he's been in like so many like just amazing films and he's made so many amazing films like Reds is really good and um you know I think I think Warren Beatty is a really interesting artist mm -hmm. um obviously I love Bullworth I I think the interesting thing when you watch like someone's later period as an actor or as a writer or whatever, um, you can like see like as they've like started to like get like a greater understanding of not just themselves, but like the art that they make 
like both what they like and what they're good at and trying to like merge the two of those and I feel like that's why like so many late period films are like just like you finally get like the purest like concentration of what they do because they finally get the chance to do what they wanted to do for like their entire career and they finally have like the skills and the craft to do it yeah yeah and you know anyways mr deeds i I agree i agree i Mm -hmm. I completely wholeheartedly agree um so yeah uh Mr. Deeds is the best person ever. So let's talk about mm-hmm. the crazy fucking um fire scene where he the fire saves, scene, like, yeah. Yeah, he saves a Jamaican woman and all of her cats and he's like and she's mm-hmm. just like does not want to get out of this apartment, this burning mm-hmm. apartment because all her babies are in it. She can't find her babies and the fake cats in this film, the fake cat budget on this film is insane. Mm-hmm. And also, you get that Rob Schneider cameo in that mm-hmm. in that scene. He's on mm-hmm. a bike. I don't know why he's on a bike. Um, he's on a bike. Um, so yeah, Rob Schneider is in it. I I don't like Rob Schneider. I don't care for Rob Schneider at all. Um, I don't think anybody does except for Adam Sandler. Um, uh, so yeah and um it's kind of like the start of the scene is kind of insane because like he he just like goes up to that firefighter and he's like mandrake falls uh volunteer fire department or whatever and then he just starts climbing up a fucking electrical pole and he's like doing like i don't know if it's actually him doing the stunt or not but like it's kind of really weird to watch because He's climbing up the pole and and then like there's like that woman screaming and he's like okay 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 and then like they have to it's 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 like very entertaining and then like Winona Ryder's just kind of watching and you're just like oh my god and then like it's entertaining and there's a lot of fake cat um mm-hmm. and everybody's like mr deeds mr deeds the best man ever the best man to ever exist he's better than jesus mr deeds <laughs> mr deeds you know you mm-hmm. you gotta cheer for him you have mm-hmm. to cheer for him because he's the best get a man hand ever. for mr lawn fellow deeds give a lawn's innovation <laughs> long long fellow deeds is the funniest name to ever be written mm-hmm. um and also, like, I was, <laughs> uh, <laughs> earlier this week, I was looking up, because um, I really wanted, like, a Mr. De- like, Deeds pizza, like, baseball mm-hmm. shirt that he wears, like, throughout the whole movie. I really wanted it. <laughs> and I found, like, a, a t-shirt company that was selling, like, replicas of it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and I kind of really want one. Nice. Um, but, yeah, so... But, but then uh, the tabloid like takes the footage and um, cuts it up to make it seem like he was a cat killer and and was like assaulting the the woman. Oh yeah, 
yeah. makes it just look bad. And then and then Winona Ryder's like, I don't know about this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then and then she's just openly like, I'm in love with him, you mm-hmm. know. Yeah. And also, also they go to Bethesda Park. They go to the Bethesda Water Fountain, which if nobody knows what I'm referencing, there is a water fountain in Central Park in New York that has a, um, like a statue of an angel in it. Mm-hmm. And it is a big part of my favorite piece of media of all time, Angels in America. There's the last scene in the film in, in, uh, in Angels in America is, uh, is in Bethesda Park. And there's also in the last scene of the film, Sean Wick, chapter two, there, there's a scene in Bethesda Park. And then when they, they go on a date and they sit at Bethesda Park and they ride their bikes that they bought from kids for, they, they, he gives away just like $40,000 and it just mm-hmm. to buy these kids bikes off of them. And then the kids are like, what, like they're wearing like very stereotypical like 2002 like white boys trying to be gangster outfits yeah. which are that, that that scene and also the scene in Gran Torino where he's he where where uh Walt Kowalski is <laughs> just another very funny name to me Walt Kowalski he um he like saves his Korean neighbor from getting like assaulted by all these guys and they're all wearing like very much like this is 2008 these are guys on a street corner who love rap music and live in a poor area um so yeah um that's the and then like the kids are counting their money and they're like what are you going to do with your twenty thousand dollars and then one of them says like i don't know something stupid and then He's like, what are you going to do with your $20,000? And then he's like, I'm going to drop out of school. <laughs> You're just like, okay. Mm-hmm. Also, like, the soundtrack on this film is kind of insane. I will say that. I need to look up mm-hmm. the... I, okay, I'm going to Google. Miss, Mr. Deed's soundtrack. Okay, uh, Mr. D's soundtracks. So, okay, this is very, uh, this is very 2002. Mm-hmm. So we have, um, You Don't Know How It Feels by Tom Petty. We got, um, uh, In the Summertime by Mungo Cherry. <laughs> we got, uh, Oh yeah, Island in the Sun by Weezer, which I find very funny because I know, I I personally know that song from the the great film Aquamarine, um, because there's there's just parts in it where JoJo and uh, Emma Emma Roberts are like, I love Island in the Sun by Weezer. We have the sweetest thing by U uh, two, which is a great song. We have um, Where Are You Going by Dave Matthews Band. What else do we have? We have Going Down to New York Town by, performed by Counting Crows. Um, 
interesting soundtrack. Oh, we have a Paul Williams song. Sick. Um, Paul Williams. He 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 wrote um a lot of the music for like the Muppets and stuff like that. Um, he and uh, Phantom of Paradise as well. Um, and all that kind of stuff. Um, but he is also he wrote all of the music for this movie that we watched um one night for mike myers movie club called bugsy malone which is a movie that i think you would like valerie <laughs> um it, it's a movie where it's like a bunch of little kids um pretending to be adults who are like all like 20s mafia kind of things or whatever and so like um like Jodie Foster is in it um and but um Paul Williams like wrote all the music for it um it's I think you would like it um a lot um honestly you you should because it's kind of insane and also like the thing about the film is that um all of like the musical sequences because it's very much a musical but like all the musical Mm -hmm. sequences um the singing is dubbed over by adults so it's like like these little kids like you know dancing to like and they're all lip syncing it's oh who's it directed by it's directed by um same directors like um uh (laughs) um same director as uh uh, mississippi burning and uh what's his name alan alan parker who i i i've seen he also did uh road to wellville which is a movie about uh about serial and dana carvey Mm -hmm. is in it in his best performance (laughs) and i watched it when I was really high off of two edibles and I had the greatest time of my life, I think. Nice. It was very fun. Um, but yeah. Um, oh, Paul Williams was also in, okay, he's in uh, Smoking the Bandit. Yes, yes. Yeah. He, he's I a like great that. guy. Um, but uh, yeah, um, so, and then, so, so, D writes the chicken parmesan thing and he tells mm-hmm. he tells Pam that he loves her and then there's also the scene where they go to Westchester Tinfield Iowa mm-hmm. and they visit the house and she's just mm-hmm. like very surprised that she just like came up with a fake name and it's a real place yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like yeah. the funniest part of the movie where mm-hmm. um where like they go over to like the house with the red door and um mm-hmm. there's all these kids there and the kid starts choking and then he's like save 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 the kid like you're a school nurse you know yeah and she's like oh yeah i i am a school nurse you know yeah. like the the classic mm-hmm. like i'm caught in a lie kind of mm-hmm. comedy um mm-hmm. and and then like she like i don't know just like throws this kid on like a stairwell and then like has him stop choking and then and then <laughs> she's like oh yeah and then and then he's like wow like you oh, did that yes. 
<laughs> I did it. Mm-hmm. I saved yeah. him, you know. Um, which was very entertaining to mm-hmm. me. Um, and then so yeah, that scene happens. Very stupid. Mm-hmm. You go to and then uh they have chi- and then so he and then she tells uh um the the guy the the guy mm-hmm. that pretends to mug her she tells him that she is just genuinely in love with deeds and she mm-hmm. just like she's just like he's a really nice guy and i mm-hmm. i love him a lot you know and I was, it's like very like sweet and cute mm-hmm. and stupid mm-hmm. and you're just like okay um and so they they fall in love together and then um and then he plans on asking him like asking her to marry him mm-hmm. and he, they're at that they're at madison square garden mm-hmm. and there's a really cute scene with uh, him and john totoro where um mm-hmm. he's just like i'm really nervous you know and stuff mm-hmm. like that and then like it's just so cute it's so wholesome mm-hmm. and sweet and cute mm-hmm. yeah like he, he lets him like like repair his like proposal on him and at the end uh, he's like may i touch your feet now and he was like no you can't <laughs> <laughs> and then and then oh yeah and then he he finds like the diary of mm-hmm. Preston Blake and he reads it and he finds out that that Emilio was is like Preston Blake's son if i remember correctly yeah is that what happened so yeah and so it it turns out that Emilio is actually um, Preston Blake's closest living relative, and so he gets all the money, mm-hmm. and, and then everybody's just very happy, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'm kind of jumping all over the place, mm-hmm. but That's my okay. one of yeah. So one of my favorite scenes in this film is when uh, he's talking to the he's like on AOL messenger or some shit. Mm -hmm. He's talking to the girl that he works with at the pizza shop. And it's just very like, much like I met this girl, you know, and I really like her and stuff like that. And, and then there's just this one part where, um, the guy that's like Longfellow deeds, is that what his name is? You know, um, he, he's just like, he just like takes over like the lap the com- the mm. the keyboard and he's mm-hmm. like so he, he just starts talking in this weird language and then he just says man he's not gonna know that it was me he's gonna think that it was you talking on the <laughs> fucking stupid and you just like, okay. <laughs> like the way he talks is like the way that I talk whenever I'm pretending to be like Agent Decker or something. Like he like does this face that's like, oh, I'm a stoner character in an early 2000s comedy. Fuck, you know. Um, and then 
the end of the movie, she moves to Mandrake Falls, New Hampshire. Mm -hmm. and, and, this, and this was after she, like, after Deeds found out through, like, the actions of, like, the tabloids and, like, the evil CEO guy, temporary CEO guy, that, like, yeah. um, that uh, she was lying about who she was, and then, and then he saved her from um, a hole near Steve Jimmy's house. Uh, she fell into the into a frozen lake, and he's got her out with the frostbitten foot that he has. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, it's like. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Oh yeah, I remember like I used to be really scared of like like frozen lakes specifically mm -hmm. because of this movie cuz like yeah. I would be like and then I remember when I saw Little Women like the mm -hmm. Greta Gerwig one in theaters I I I it's this is all coming back to me now. I remember I was just really scared during that scene where um there was a scene where Florence Pugh gets like stuck underneath the ice I remember being like I'm so scared I'm so scared but now I'm realizing the reason why I'm just really scared of frozen lakes in general is because mm -hmm. of Mr. Deeds I'm just <laughs> realizing that now mm -hmm. I'm just yeah. this is this is a true moment it's gonna be recorded it's gonna be on the internet forever it's I'm having a moment where um you know this is this is like therapy this is a breakthrough moment mm -hmm. um yeah yeah and then she she wears like the deeds pizza t-shirt and i'm like mm -hmm. i'm like i am looking respectfully very much so i mm -hmm. um, and that's pretty much the movie mm -hmm. and i love the oh no go ahead, go ahead. yeah i like the part when after like uh basically deeds and her like basically reveal that uh, Emilio is like the head of the uh, company or the rightful heir to it and like the elephant and like and Deeds like what did you want to be when you grew up and people were saying like magician and whatnot uh after that like when he's like uh yeah I wasn't lying about like the, about like the reporting that I did when I was like a nine-year-old with the little notebook and I love uh uh, I love Abby Costello movies and hate my ankles. <laughs> yeah, that's a cute moment. That's a cute mm -hmm. moment. It feels like, yeah, it's a cute moment. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's a cute moment. And yeah, he's like, you're completely wrong because your ankles are beautiful. Um, Oh, I love romance. I love romance. And like, I don't know why, but like, I don't know, me personally, I couldn't imagine myself like falling in love with Adam Sandler. But mm -hmm. when I watched like this and like The Wedding Singer and all those movies, I'm just like, I believe it. I could fall in love with mm -hmm. Adam Sandler if he was Mr. Deeds, you know. Mm -hmm. He's not like the most attractive man alive. Um, but I like him. Mm -hmm. And yeah, so this is a good film. 
And if you haven't, if, if for any of the listeners who haven't watched it, I mean, like, yeah, we kind of just went through the whole plot of the film, but you should watch it. Mm. Mm. Do you have anything yeah. else to say? Yeah, I'd say, like, just go into Sandler movies with an open mind and just and just go in being like take out all the comedy snob stuff that like uh, online has given you over the years and be like I'm just gonna watch this movie for the laughs and you'll get them for the laughs and the hearts mm-hmm. I, I don't think I have anything else to say do you have anything to plug? Um, not really. Um, I I have a letterbox where I watch copy stuff a lot. Uh, a lot of it's good. Some of it is just pure shit. Um, and yeah, I, I chug on Twitter. That's what I do. That's the thing that I do. Yeah. Uh, I, I like it when you chug. Um, Thanks. Valerie has a very cute burp and I enjoy it very much and everybody should burp everybody everybody should just let out if you if you're hold if you're listening to this and you're holding into a burp just let out um yeah uh if you want to follow me on twitter it's at emo canadian um Valerie's yours is stealing Valerie right Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah yeah like 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 i was about to say like chasing amy but that's wrong <laughs> <laughs> like chasing amy is not the same you're, um, you're not the you're not the first person to say that <laughs> oh really yeah i'm sorry <laughs> um Follow Dadcast on Twitter and Instagram at Dadcast420 and also favorite it on Anchor. And yeah, thank you for listening. Um, Mr. Deeds is a good movie and everybody should watch it. Uh, uh, Goodbye. Have a great day. So long, long fellow Deeds. (laughs) 